Hello, Ventura County. You're listening live to Girls on the Air. We are real real women in real estate. Boy, I almost messed that up Uh, (laughs) off the top of the show. My goodness. Anyways, we're real women in real estate, and we're right here on KBTA 1590. I'm Karen Campbell. And I'm Lorene with Gentle Transitions, so we're real women in real estate and relocation today. I'm a real woman also. I am Julie (laughs) McDaniel here with Karen and Lorene. Hi, guys. Thanks for being here. We appreciate you guys being here. Um, So how is real estate this week? I mean, I've been super busy. I sold a little condo in Camarillo this week. And, um, you know, it's it's interesting, Karen, because... It's it's slowed down for sure. I mean, we ha- we actually um, with our brokerage Century Twenty One, we had a great meeting yesterday um, talking a, b- a lot about the market, and you know, interest rates are you know they they kind of freak people out, but they've come down a teeny bit, and they look like they're like at the right around seven percent. Yeah, right at seven percent, seven point two five, something like that. And again, you know, there's just not a lot of inventory. Um, you know, we have Caravan in Ventura on Thursdays, and this last Thursday there was nine properties there was a one was a mobile home and then a couple beautiful view homes but not a lot of inventory and that's the way it's been for the last few years you guys and people are not they're they are buying people are buying yeah properties are selling they're they're taking a little bit longer only because when people have something else to do like christmas and holidays and thanksgiving and all of that they're preoccupied and they have other things they got to do for their families and things like that so this time of year, it typically does slow down just a little bit, but there I can't remember a year in the past five years that I haven't worked all the way up to Christmas right. and worked all the way up to Thanksgiving and and then ready to go full bore right. in the next year. So this year is no different. No. Um, you know, with very little inventory, uh, people, instead of showing them 10 houses, I show three, three or, four or four houses yeah. mm-hmm. because there isn't anything else in their right. price range. Right. And then... A lot of times, at least now, they're they're fixers right. at that price. Right. You know, most of the properties right now are in the eight hundred range. Mm-hmm. They used to be in the five hundred range, oh, yeah. you know, five years ago. Um, and they're fixers. So people think that the prices. I mean, I hear this. We hear this a lot that the prices are going to come down, and I don't think that's the case. And it's not in our area because our, we have such a shortage of properties, and we have we still have more buyers then we have sellers and that's what keeps the price the way it is we don't set the prices the market does exactly so really it's the availability of money it really well it's the availability money and the money is there that's not the problem it basically is the affordability of the house so Uh. when interest rates are higher and prices are higher it reduces the affordability and we're down to like 10.3 percent so that means like one one out of every five people can afford to buy a house right, right. now right wow. so that's what kind of it's kind is, of yeah it's, a, it's an unfortunate situation but what we say also if anybody out there is wanting to buy a house and you don't have a house now and if you can afford the payment there's no reason why you don't own a house because you, right. home ownership is still the way to go i don't care what you say it's the way to go it's the best well it's investment. the best way to to grow ensure your wealth. wealth yeah and, and security for your family exactly and so I am seeing properties are selling. Things come on the mm-hmm. market, they go off. They are taking a little bit longer for the upper end houses. Right. And what's going to happen after the first year, because the anticipation of interest rates coming back down in the sixes after the first year 
and in the first quarter. Mm -hmm. That will have more people be able to afford homes. And this market's going to take off again, and the prices are going to go higher, and you're going to see those multiple offers. It's supply and demand. Exactly. That's, That's basically what this is all about. Yeah. So if you think you really should be selling your house or you really want to sell your house now, but you're kind of holding off and hoping the market becomes a little more favorable, what do you think that you should be doing, if anything, to that house to get it ready to be in the best possible position when the market does come? Well, it's really, really important in how way the buyer perceives the home. If the buyer perceives the home as being well-maintained, they will offer more money on it. So if you are thinking of selling, I would do everything you can to make it look that way. Paint your trim, paint, curb appeal, plant some flowers, make sure your roof is in good shape, make sure your windows are clean. I mean, there's so many little things you can do, but it's very important that your home appear to be well-maintained. If it's not, you're not going to get top dollar for it. What do you think, Karen? Well, I think that's absolutely true. You need to make sure that everything is clean mm -hmm. and that everything is decluttered. Cracked tiles, leaky faucets, and then your your hardware should look sparkly. Your your flooring should be clean. Your no scuff marks. Your um, um your trim. What about getting a pre appraisal to see where you might have some hidden issues? Well, it's an the inspection, really. The, the, the inspection does that. The appraisal doesn't. The appraisal that determines value oh. on a particular day. Um, I don't really think you need to get an appraisal. No. I think it's very wise and prudent to have the inspection done because oftentimes property owners do not know if there's something going on because people don't normally have their houses inspected by an inspector. So we, when we take a listing, we would encourage our seller to get a home inspection, and then we'll go down that checklist with them and have things fixed. So when they get an offer on the house, we can show the buyer, here, this is an inspection that we did, and this is what we did to correct it. Now, as a buyer's agent, you still encourage your buyer to get their own inspection, but you're already that so much in the game at that mm -hmm. point. And it just shows good... good um, intentions right exactly the main problem is insurance Absolutely. so if your house is not in good condition and it it's the roof is at its end of its life and the heater isn't working and things like that you're not going to get an insurance policy i mean we we are in an insurance crisis right now where we can't there's only very few companies that are writing policies in the state of california our insurance commissioner is he tried to do the right thing by making it so that the prices would not get increased on the, the consumers. But what actually is happening on the road is that you can't get an insurance policy. It usually costs two or three times more than right. what it would have. And they're being very particular about taking the risk of insuring your house. So it's interesting that, Karen, we, we, before we got on the air, we were talking about insurance. But one of the things when we are representing a buyer and we open escrow, one of the first things that we do is get that insurance policy. Because Absolutely. let's say it's part of your inspection, part of your due diligence. The first thing you do is get an insurance policy, get a quote, and make sure you're okay with it. Because if you're not, and you, you can't get insurance, then you might not want to buy the house. So and it's you really, can't get a loan. you can't get a loan. And, if you, and you have that first part of the escrow to get your insurance, right? I mean, you do. And we are seeing big insurance companies backing out of California. Allstate, Farmers. Geico, Progressive. Yep. Um, there's a lot of them that are not writing the state of California. The only ones that I know that are writing is AAA. AAA, how about and Liberty? Mercury. Mercury, okay. Mercury is writing. 
Um, but they're higher. Higher, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Right? Yeah, a lot higher. I mean, I just got insurance on the condo I sold, which was the next phone call once I knew I had an accepted offer. The next the phone call was for my insurance. Mm-hmm. And um, for a condominium, the policy was $1,350. Wow. Normally, it's $580. Or $800. Right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Who was the carrier? Was it, it was with Merc- Mercury. Mercury. Okay. Yeah, right. it was in Camarillo. So. Two good things people can do while they're waiting. Get that inspection and make sure your insurance is in good shape. Yep. Right. And if you're a buyer and you've never bought before, there's a lot of great programs out there for first-time home buyers. Um, the California Dream for All is coming back. It will be here after the first of the year. I highly recommend that if you are thinking of buying a property and using that program, that you contact Julie or I so that we can make sure that you get in and approved for that program before the money is here. And Karen and I can explain that in more detail because it's, it's a beautiful, beautiful program for first-time buyers where they give you 20% down for your purchase. And, and there's some, some, some interesting things about it, but we can go in more detail right, Kim, about Absolutely. this program. And it's income-based. So, you know, there's a lot of different stipulations that you have to meet in order to get that money. But... If you're just a first-time home buyer and you're looking just to save that money on rent, if you're paying $4,000 a month for a rental, you could easily get in and buy a condo for way less than that. One of the hardest things about buying a home for the first time is coming up with that down payment. Absolutely, because you got rent all the yeah, way through. Right, so. right. So lots of great things on the home front as far as uh, getting people into properties and finding ways to get your properties closed. And Julie and I are very good at that. So we have a great show lined up for you guys today. We have Meredith Hart with us. She is the Economic Development Manager at the City of Ventura. And she is going to be talking about some of the projects going on and around Ventura. And probably answering some of the questions that you have been asking others uh, about parking and, um, you know. The restaurants closing and opening. Right. Things like that. Mm -hmm. Things that make our city a great place to live. She's going to be talking about that. We also have Ashley Pope. She is the president of the Autism Society of Ventura County. And she is going to be talking about uh, Autorun. Autorun is our biggest fundraiser. It also has over 1,500 participants. It's usually at uh, UC Channel Islands University. And um, it's very exciting. And we try to get the entire community involved in that. She'll be giving you all the details about that. Terrific. And then Shant has um, uh, Mystic Relic. It is a, a crystal shop, for, for lack of words. It's a crystal shop. And um, he is talking about um, a pop-up next weekend at Portside at the Harbor. Oh, interesting. And so they're going to start doing different activities at Portside um, to bring the community there. It's a beautiful property. It's got it great... It really is beautiful. It's right at the Harbor. It's got great areas for just hanging out and enjoying the sunset, if you will. Mm -hmm. Um, There's lots of yoga and Pilates and all kinds of things happening down there. So they're really going to start marketing that and start doing pop-ups. And so that's very exciting for our community. Yes. So we'll, we'll take a quick break. And when we come back, we will have Meredith. So stay tuned. Hi, I'm Larry Reyes with Smart Home Mortgage. My team and I are here to offer our clients and real estate partners more options and more products than any local bank or credit union. When others can't get the job done, we can. 
Finding you the right product at the lowest rate, at the lowest cost, is what we do. Our team is dedicated to closing loans in 30 days or less with excellent communication along the way. You can find us at the Large Tower in Oxnard, Morgan Stanley Building, 300 East Esplanade Drive, Suite 105. We're on the main floor. Or give us a call at 805-853-3030. Find us on the net, smarthomemortgage.net. Our licensing information is... NMLS number 1569054. My individual NMLS number is 233573. Our California DRE number is 02012912. And my individual DRE number is 01507079. The number you really need to remember is mine. 805-853-3030. Come to Ventiki in downtown Ventura at the corner of Fern, Maine for happy hour food and drinks from 4 to 6 p.m. and enjoy a specialty drink by one of our cocktail shamans, where you will be amazed by the aloha spirit the moment you walk through our A-frame archway and sit around our fire pit on our open patio. See you soon. Mahalo. Call us at 805-667-8887. Once again, that's 805-667-8887. Welcome back, Ventura County. You're listening live to Girls on the Air. We are real women in real estate right here on KVTA 1590. I'm Karen Campbell. And I'm Lorene with Gentle Transitions. Hi, I'm Julie McDaniel. And we're so excited to have Meredith Hart with us today. She is the Economic Development Manager for the City of Ventura, and she has a lot of things to talk about today. So welcome, Meredith. Hi, thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. We're so excited to have you. Thanks for taking the time out. So tell us a little bit about what an Economic Development Manager does. Sure, happy to. So, um... Economic development, it's its the creation of wealth from which community benefits are realized. So it's a way that we can continue to bring in sales tax revenue and then use that for different things in the community. And so that's enhancing our parks, it's streets, it's police, it's fire, it's everything that keeps our city running every single day. So we have a team of two. It's myself, I'm the economic development manager, and we have Carrie Glenn, uh, the economic development analyst. And we work tirelessly for our business community every day. And so part of that is just being an ombudsman at the city. So with our business community, people are in it every day, right? And it's hard for them to look up and to figure out what's going on. And so we're here if they have questions. If there is a question about the process of getting a permit or of opening up a business, of growing their business, of doing a facade improvement, we are here to be that friendly face at the city and then to help those businesses through the process. We can keep the eye on the permitting process. It can be confusing. It can be really frustrating. We understand that the government side of things isn't always smooth. And so we're there really to help with that process and ensure that they feel taken care of. We also have a business assistance program. So this is a low cost loan program that the city works with the Economic Development Collaborative. And so this is also to help businesses. If they have an issue with code compliance, if they want to change their signs, change their facade, or just grow or open a new business, we have the ability to support them through that process. We, oh, yeah. Well, no, we're listening. I'm just thinking about um, my question, downtown Ventura downtown Ventura since COVID, 
that whole thing opened up and the streets were closed. Is that something that will continue or do you guys plan to open those streets up again? Sure. So that's called Main Street Moves. And so that did start. That started in 2020 with a pandemic really as a response to people not being able to go inside businesses and the desire of Downtown Ventura Partners, which is a nonprofit property-based improvement district that really enhances the downtown area and the city to try to figure out and be creative for the businesses and has since been primarily successful. So the city has been working really hard. This is something that not just Ventura is doing, but communities all across America. And we're figuring out how to move from this temporary closure stage into something more long-term. One of the things we always like to say to our community, to city council, is that what we are building and what we are trying to do is not permanent, but long-term. We're really trying to build flexibility into the program so that way if the, if the closure of the streets is no longer successful, then we can pivot and we can open the streets up, but our businesses still get the opportunity to do outdoor business expansion in either iteration. Now, government and how things work, especially being a coastal city, there's a lot of different types of regulations. And so things that we have to do is a environmental impact report through CEQA, um, which is a long process and it kind of figures out the environmental impacts of closing the street. Development projects have to do this. Anything that is large has to do such kinds of studies. This is an 18 month long process. And then after that has to be certified by the Coastal Commission, which is also another lengthy process that at a minimum is a year. There's something called the Pedestrian Mall Law of 1960. We have to follow that process. We had no idea. I had no idea there's so many people involved in that. Oh yes. Yeah. So we're really working to cross those T's to dot those I's and understand that it is an ecosystem in downtown, right? There are businesses and that not all businesses thrive equally and so really trying to be as supportive as we can and keep our focus on our business community and doing what a majority of them um, want. Do you get involved with which businesses are where in downtown in that in that kind of planning at all? No, no. We uh, we are just here to support our business community, our property owners, our brokers, our citizens. Um, but really, they uh, make their own decisions. We do have businesses come to us and say, hey, I really want to be on this block. If you ever see anything, let us know. So we do key on a cable log of those and help connect people. Oh. Well, that's good. Too. Yeah. So um, uh, um, what people are talking about now is changing free parking to paid parking in downtown Ventura. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Sure, I can I can tell a little bit about that. So the paid parking system is it's a managed system. So really the goal is to manage parking in an area. And so in downtown Ventura, um, it is a highly trafficked area. There's lots of people who come and go. There are a lot of employees who, who park. And so it's trying to figure out the best way to enable people who are coming and patronizing the businesses to be able to have parking, park, move around and then also support our business community. It's a difficult conversation and it's definitely really difficult for our city council as well as our traffic and engineering team. We have a parking advisory. Um, So there's a lot of ways to try to figure out how to do this. And most of it is to try to figure also how to have more parking, right? Healthy parking. There's a talk of getting a new structure at Santa Clara and Palm. That structure will have bathrooms, which is a real need in our downtown area. So um, all of this and all of our forward thinking on how to manage parking is is built within the management system. And so paid parking is a way that helps manage that. So the prime spots that are closer to everything, right, um, get paid for. So there's a little bit more turnover. And when you get something 
and my friends in traffic and engineering um, might get upset. I believe it's 85% utilization, right? When you get to a high part of utilization, those parking spots are always full. Then the turnover kind of needs to happen, and so that's when that goes. Um, this isn't my area of expertise, okay. being the economic development manager, right. but I, we are aware of the parking conversation because it is really important right. to our community. Well, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll hear more from Meredith. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Pat from Pothier Hypnotherapy, and I'm located right here in Ventura County. Just open a newspaper, watch TV, or even get on social media, and you can see all the negative things that affect our lives. In my practice, we focus on the positive. We want to assist you to be the very best that you can be, to live your best life ever. I offer a variety of services under my three main programs of diet-free life, weight management, smoking sensation, and overcoming trauma. See, we all have something that holds us back. I can be reached through my website, pathiahypnotherapy.com, or call myself, 818-468-0777. We all deserve happiness, peacefulness, and love in our lives. Call me. Again, that phone number, 818-468-0777. Welcome back, Ventura County. You're listening live to Girls on the Air. We're Real Women in Real Estate right here on KVTA 1590. We also stream live at KVTA.com so that you can listen from anywhere. So I'm Karen Campbell. And I'm Lorene with Gentle Transitions. Hi, I'm Julie McDaniel. And we're so excited to have Meredith Hart with us. She is the Ventura, Ventura City uh, Economic Development Manager, and she's got great information. Thank you so much for being here, Meredith. Yes, thank you for continuing to have me. So excited to keep talking. Great. So I know you have specific things you want to talk about, so go ahead. Yeah, I, I wanted to talk about our business recognition program. This is ex something exciting. It's something that lived a long time ago in the city and we brought back to life. But this is a way that we can honor our businesses here in the community with the unique contributions that they give to the city with what they do every day. And so there are some qualifications that you need. You need to be a business that has been in business for five consecutive years, that has two or more employees is good standing with the city, which really means you've got your business license, which <laughs> if you don't, super easy on our website. Uh, happy to help you through that. Uh, there is a quarterly presentation at council. So we recognize three businesses once a quarter. Next one's in January. But you can nominate yourself if you're a business owner. You can also nominate your favorite business. So this is on our website. Everything I talk about you can find on the City of Ventura's website. It's just gone through a revamping. It's very user-friendly. And you can also just Google it. The economic development portion of things is just the city's website slash ED, short for economic development. And you can find all the information there. Um, I also wanted to chat about our bi-weekly newsletter. So if you are interested on the business side of things of City Hall, please sign up for our newsletter. You can do that at the City of Ventura's website as well. It goes out every other Thursday. It not only has information about what we're doing at the city, but also connections with our partners. So if there's a really cool webinar training on working with getting your website up to date for doing online sales, which a lot of people need in this new post-pandemic world, and if there's loan options, grant options, if we, Women's Economic Ventures, is doing something, we put that all in there so you don't have to go and search out all the information. We have it for you in one easy-to-find place, and you can access all the resources that way. And it's very exciting with that website, too. You can actually get your permits online now, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Which is just, like, takes away so much time and so much hassle and so much waiting in line 
that it should be just great for everybody. Yeah, that's our intergov system. So there's there's Insta permits. So if you're doing your water heater, that used to be something where you had to come inside. You can now get that instantly online. I just wanted to go back to that business recognition mm-hmm. recognition piece for a minute. Um, you said a presentation quarterly. Mm-hmm. Talk a little bit about that. What kind of presentation are you are you speaking of, and how would a person get in line for that if they have a business they want to be acknowledged? Sure. So what happens is that we have certificates for the businesses, and we present them at city council. So when city council starts, it's usually in the first 15 or 20 minutes of council. And we have our Carrie Glenn who is our economic development analyst. She really helps out in getting all the businesses together. You come a little bit ahead. We take really great pictures with the mayor, make sure that we all feel celebrated within that. And then the mayor will take time and he'll have a little blurb where he talks about the business that's being recognized and their contribution to our community. And after all, he goes through the three because we do it once a quarter. Then you get the opportunity to come up, get your certificate from the mayor and get a really great picture. So what is it that they looks for to have these um, businesses recognized? So really it can be, you can nominate yourself or a community member can nominate you. It could be you've been in business for 30 years. It could be that you've grown, right? That you were you had two employees and now you have 15 employees. It can be that you are celebrating, you, you could be celebrating five years, you could be celebrating giving back to the community, or you could just be saying, look, here I am, I offer this really great thing, and we want to be seen, and we want to see you. We want to celebrate everyone. And would it apply to people that are becoming green businesses? Yeah, so we also have the Green Business Program. This is done through environmental sustainability at the city, and we recognize them at the same time. So there is a little kind of course in learning. You can go to be a green business and get recognized by the city of Ventura, and we do these on the same days, so we can do just a really big celebration for our businesses. Are there any economic benefits to being a green green business with you? You get to be on our social media. <laughs> so we get we get to share and we get to talk about you. Where we are not, we can't talk about every single business within the community, but when you get the extra special shout out, when you get through this process, then we are allowed to really champion you and celebrate you publicly with everyone. Terrific. Any kind of advertising is good advertising. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Do you have anything else that you want to touch on before we... Uh, ask how people can reach you? Sure. So the last thing I just wanted to mention is we're in the last bit of our um, approach to doing our economic development strategy. This is really the roadmap of what Carrie and I will work on over the next five years to keep achieving economic success in our city. We'll be bringing this to city council in the first quarter of 2024. Uh, We have an economic development subcommittee. These are three council members that kind of engage and review, but this is also open to the public. So we'd love for everyone to continue to be engaged, come to our subcommittee meetings, and take part in the creation of this document. And then the last thing, how to get in touch with me. Um, I'm really excited to share this. We put it on the website this week. So always accessible by phone and email. Um, Those are publicly available for everybody. But now we have a new feature on the website where you can book direct time with me and Carrie. Nice. And so if you have a little question, a big question, you're not sure where to go, what to do, you can book time with us and we can have an in-person or virtual meeting. That's great. Really. And so if a business is coming into the city but hasn't made that final decision yet, mm-hmm. that's when they would come and see you? Yeah, they can come and see us 
before they made their final decision or when they're just trying to figure out if this is a decision worth making because we can absolutely connect them and we have great partners we've got the ventura chamber of commerce they are incredible business advocates we have our visitors and convention bureau who are really out there championing ventura and letting everyone know that we exist and how great we are um, we've got downtown ventura partners downtown ventura organization we've got all of these agencies um, that are working hard for our businesses every day so we really are a great family and we connect each other with everyone when someone needs the support thank you so much that is so informative and i think i think some everybody learned something today Definitely. about you right absolutely so it worked out really well thank you so much meredith for being with us today well thank you for having me it's been a joy great and say your phone number one more time uh phone number 805-797-1446 perfect thank you so much well coming up we have ashley pope she is the president of the Ventura Autism Society here in Ventura County, and she is going to be talking about some um, the Autorun at uh, UC Channel Islands. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Seth Doherty, a professional land surveyor with Latitude Surveying. We help homeowners, realtors, developers, contractors, and architects define property lines, create topographic surveys, site plans, and other maps. We service Santa Barbara and Ventura counties. Give us a call at 805-637-1975 or check us out on the web at latitudesurveying.com. Again, this is Seth Doherty with Latitude Surveying at 805-637-1975. 805-637-1975. Moving house this year? Imagine having a gentle, experienced partner to help you prepare and lead the team to pack, move, and completely resettle your new home as you've planned. At Gentle Transitions of California, we call that person a move manager. Why not schedule our no-obligation move planning meeting to find out more? Just call 800-619-3049 or visit gentletransitions.com to get started. That's 800-619-3049 to let us help you move gently this time. Welcome back Ventura County. You're listening live to Girls on the Air. We are real women in real estate right here on KVTA 1590. I'm Karen Campbell. And I'm Lorene. Hi, I'm Julie McDaniel. And we are so excited to have Ashley Pope with us today. She is the president of the Ventura County Autism Society. Welcome, Ashley. Good morning. Thank you for having me. We're so excited. So you might want to tell us a little bit about the Autism Society and what we do for families. Yes. So Autism Society Ventura County has been serving Ventura County for about 30 years. Next mm. year is our birthday, and it's wow. a big 3-0. So that's super exciting. We have all kinds of different programs from support groups for caregivers and young adults to programs like art classes and social groups. We also put on a lot of different informational programs, so like IEP workshops and different accommodations types of workshops. And we're putting on an art show at the Museum of Ventura County. Mark your calendars, it'll be January 11th through 14th, and it's the Autistic Minds Art Show. So all of the Ooh. art will be autistic artists. We're so excited. We are still taking submissions. Where is that? Um, it will be at the Museum of Ventura County. Okay. Mm -hmm. Where is that? Is it downtown Ventura? Downtown, downtown yeah. Ventura, yes. 100, I think it is 100 East Main Street. Okay. Yeah. And mm -hmm. you said on the 11th, what time? The 11th through the 14th. The 11th is the opening night. So... Museum hours are 10 to 5. We'll be open 10 to 5 each day, that Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And then on that Thursday, we'll have the opening night from 5.30 to 7. 
Now, is that artwork for sale? Yes, oh, sometimes. How awesome is that? And then would the artists be there too? The artists will likely be there. And the, the artists get to keep 100% of the proceeds. Oh. So Autism Society isn't keeping anything there. And this is actually all thanks to a grant through the city of Ventura through the Cultural Arts Division. So this is the first time <laughs> that um, we are able to do this. We recognize just how beautiful and different the minds are of autistic kids of autistic adults we're super excited that most of our submissions have come from adults I think our expectation was that we would get a lot of artwork from kids just because parents you know push through but to have so many art artists come out who are adults to say you know this is my mind this is my representation um, we're so excited it will be a free event We'll have, obviously, the opportunity to donate, but um, a free event, and we just want the community to come out and and learn something. As the daughter of an artist, I can tell you it's a wonderful way to express yourself, so I'm not at all surprised to hear that. I love to hear, you know, the Alzheimer's Association also does that. It's really nice to see that autism is picking that up because it's fascinating, as you say, to look at the art that's produced. So people should really take a look. And in terms of the sale of art, it it tends to be a little more cost-effective as well. Exactly. Absolutely. We're excited. So we have a great, um, we do a great fundraiser every year, and it's called Ought to Run, and 2024 is no exception from that. So tell us a little bit about that. Yes, Ought to Run is back for the 12th year on April 28th. It's a Sunday. We're back at CSUCI. Ought to Run is a really special event. It pulls out about 2,500 walkers and runners. We are still the only race at CSUCI. We have Southern California's largest autism resource fair. We expect to have about 100 vendors out this year. It is a huge event, very um, community-oriented. We try to be sensory-friendly, but obviously it's a little, it gets a little loud out there with all those people, but it's very open space a huge area we take over the entire south quad and it's everyone's favorite event. how how, how long is it what's it is it like a five five k yeah or? so there's um a 10k 15k 5k option there's also a one mile and then everyone's favorite is the fun run the fun run is a run around the quad and it's for kids primarily there are adults with disabilities anybody with mobility issues and anybody who just wants to just do a walk around the quad instead the energy is amazing so there's all the vendors if you can imagine around the quad on both sides of the quad and then like i don't know 300 or 400 kids that start and run through and everyone's cheering all the vendors are cheering there's tears it's like everyone gets a medal it's the best event ever so they everyone loves it and that kind of thing too we have pancakes free pancakes courtesy of kiwanis in camarillo starbucks comes out in a big way they provide um coffee they start at like two o'clock in the morning brewing coffee for 2500 people starbucks floods in trying to think other food wise dole comes out with fruit cups last year we had driscoll's we're hoping to get them back again this year there's plenty of food um but it is it's all kind of free we're not expecting to go people to go out there and spend extra the red yeah not selling food the registration and sponsorship is where we make our money and really sponsorship we really need the business community to come out and continue to support us um one thing that i've been really passionate about over the last few years is sharing it doesn't have to be an autism business like that we love obviously all the therapy companies that come out and support us and sponsor but like individuals with autism are all throughout 
the community. They need banking. They live in homes. They like to shop. They like the, the autism community is within us. It's not um, it's not only like one segment of the population that only like goes to therapy every day. So when I started with Autism Society about I don't know, seven years ago, I was like, why are only autism society, autism centric businesses, supporters of autism society? This doesn't make sense. Every other nonprofit in the community gets support from general businesses and we should do it. And we do now we do. And it's really beautiful. So what kind of sponsorships are available? Are there like tiered? Do you have like a gold, a bronze? A, how does that work? And what, how much are they? Just so we do. Like so the vendor booths are, um, that's like the best way for a business to get involved. That's small. That's just getting started. That's $250. And then the sponsorships are anywhere from five all the way up to 10,000. I think we also have a $15,000 option. Um, you can get your logo on the back of the shirts. You can put goodies in the, in the brace bags. There's all these different perks and everything can be found at ought to run.org. That's a U T the number two run.org. That was my first question. Where? <laughs> my second question is about research. Mm -hmm. What's new in research for autism these days? I'd love to hear that. Of course. Um, so the thing, another thing, I love so many things about Autism Society, but my, one of my very favorite things about Autism Society is that we actually don't do anything with causes and cures. Um, we are, we exist for the purpose of serving the families and the individuals in the community who have autism, who love someone with autism, we we don't even go there. We don't give money there. We don't dedicate our time or resources there. There's so, so much support. Yeah, there's so much correct. advocacy work to be done in terms of just like building a world and a community that works better for people with autism. There are a lot of research organizations out there. Um, if you think autism organizations, the first one that comes to mind is the one they give a lot of money to causes and cures. Autism Society as a national organization, we just don't even touch it. There's too much work to do for the the people who are here today um, that need our help. So that's what our focus is. Okay, so what's new in terms of support? In terms of support, I would say our young adult support groups are the newest and um, and best thing that we have local. And it just creates such a fun social network. We also have a book club writing workshop that's been really nice. We choose autistic authors. And the next one will be coming up in January. It's a quarterly book club. We really uh, accommodate all levels of um, reading ability and try to make it accessible to everyone. Those have been really nice. And some, something that's kind of um, not new, but that a lot of people haven't seen before, just starting to see is an AAC device, a tablet that um, you can press buttons and it kind of speaks for you, giving a voice to nonverbal individuals. Um, so if you see anybody out in the community that's speaking through tablet, that's been a fun um, advance in technology over the past yeah. couple of decades. Wow. Mm -hmm. Well, and we have several businesses downtown that support adults that have autism like industry horror mm -hmm. they make stickers they do their artwork on t-shirts and pants and sell them right downtown right downtown on main street and then we also uh, did the playground at arroyo verde park which is a sensory um, playground and we got awards for that too so yes. talk a little bit about that yeah so there are um, a handful of organizations here in ventura county that serve people with disabilities, but it's definitely in the minority. If you look at um, nonprofits as a whole in Ventura County and then take out the ones with disabilities, you might be able to count them on your hands. It's, it's like there's thousands of nonprofits and just a few that are doing this work. So it is really important work. 
and we love all the organizations that that dedicate their time to that as far as the arroyo verde park um, a few years ago autism society was a financial supporter um, of that and we've hosted quite a few events there it's the first fully inclusive sensory friendly park um, it was a rebuild after the thomas fire and we were excited to come in and be a part of making sure that we rebuilt it better um, we're also a huge supporter of KidStream That's in right. Camarillo. KidStream is going to be Ventura County's first children's museum. It's been in process for years. COVID slowed it down a little bit, but they're getting ready to open their first phase. And Autism Society of Ventura County donated $150,000 towards the sensory room. So um, as, as well as with the sensory room, having a sensory room in the museum, they also gave us the um, ability to advise them every step of the way so that every area of the museum will be fully inclusive. A lot of times when you go into a children's museum, you'll see, um, I'm trying to think what is the word, all of the areas of the museum, everything is like small. It's like very, like for kids, like everything is like little, right? Well. Adults with developmental disabilities may still need that stimulation of um, a child, right? Sometimes someone can be 25 years old, but emotionally um, or mentally, they're still much younger. And so one thing that the museum will have that we love is in all of the exhibits, they're going to have a bigger version so that adults can go and still enjoy that experience. Super excited for that. Excited for the sensory room. Um, excited for all the ways that KidStream is going to be inclusive because we were able to, to give that donation. So when do you expect that to open? So the first phase is opening in about a year. Okay. Um, and then it's going to be a many year process right. for them. They are still, and I, I'm not like on their board or anything. I feel like I'm still speaking out of line, but I know that they are still fundraising and still looking for, you know, big donors to come in and help them finish. COVID was really hard. We know that a lot of organizations were slowed down through COVID. They Construction costs went up, everything went up, mm -hmm. just the delays overall. Um, we want to see this museum get all the way done in the, right, in the way Ashley. that it was initially drawn. So support Autism Society go. and we will continue to support them. Um, Autism Society Ventura County, autismventura.org is where you can go and find out more about the art show, more about how to get involved. And then ought2run.org, that's A-U-T, the number two run.org. That's how you can sign up for ought to run. And that is definitely our greatest fundraiser. That right. is. Thank you so much. Thank and you. Lots of people love to be involved with that. You get a t-shirt. You get to, I see ought to run t-shirts everywhere when it gets close. So I too am on the board of directors for uh, the Autism Society of Ventura County. So thank you, Ashley, for being here today. Thank you. We really appreciate everything you do for us. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Of course. Well, coming up, we have Shant from um, Mystic Relic, which is a crystal shop at Portside Ventura County. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Opa! You don't have to travel to Greece to enjoy the food, dancing, music, and culture. The Greek Ventura has it all. Healthy, traditional Mediterranean foods, fresh, daily seafood, succulent steaks, cozy up at the fire pit on our newly remodeled patio, open daily for lunch and dinner, brunch on the weekends, extended happy hour from Monday to Friday, 2 to 9 p.m., all overlooking picturesque Ventura Harbor, where the parking is always free. Go to thegreekventura.com. Opa! Hi there, I'm Pola, and I'm the Psychic on the Avenue. I'm a spiritual advisor, clairvoyant reader, 
and I'm here to help you focus on releasing the past baggage that's only been weighing you down. Also connecting with the present to help you look forward to make a bigger, brighter future. I specialize in all areas of life and especially the power of love. Aren't you curious to know what your partner is feeling, thinking, or wanting? I can guide you through any situation, giving you the spiritual key to open new doors, gain insight and intuition. This truly is my life's work. You can reach me at my location at 108 North Ventura Avenue or 107 Figueroa Street, both located in downtown Ventura. Or you can reach me at 805-628-3333. That is 805-628-3333. If you call in and use the code GIRLSONAIR, I will grant you $150 worth of services for only $85. I hope to hear from you soon for a spiritual awakening. Welcome back, Ventura County. You're listening live to Girls on the Air. We're real women in real estate right here on KVTA 1590. We've had a great show so far, and we're so excited to introduce our next guest. But I'm Karen Campbell. And I'm Laureen. Hi, I'm Julia McDaniel. And we have Shant with us today. He has a mystic relic. It's a shop in Portside in Ventura. So tell us all about your shop. Yes, so Mystic Relics is a boutique with crystals and jewelry. I do a lot of custom jewelry. And we also started the Pop-Up VC, which is a market that we have at Portside with amazing, amazing vendors. Um, There's gifts, treats, eats. um, And I wanted to talk about the Pop-Up VC and what we're doing over there. Uh, This month is going to be really exciting. We have... uh, Leading into the our holiday markets, uh, we have the pop-up pre-party on 12-6 from 3 to 6. Everyone is welcome to come. We're going to have some of our vendors there as well, so everyone's like a little meet and greet. Okay, so that's Wednesday night. That's, that's not on Wednesday the weekend. Night. Okay. Yes, that is on Wednesday night. And then our the first pop-up is this from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. on 12-9. Um, there will be over 45 different vendors there just amazing vendors so many awesome people to meet and amazing amazing um artists and all that so that's a week from today yes that is a week from today and then we also have the holiday pop-up market uh, which is going to be a night market we've never done that before so i'm super excited during the parade of lights Mm -hmm. so from 3 30 to 8 30 we'll have a whole bunch of different vendors there and we also have vcbc who will be having a beer garden in the middle of the plaza so you can have a beer, watch the Parade of Lights, and shop all the amazing vendors. And that's on what day? That is 12-15, next Friday, from 3.30 to 8.30. So that's a week from next Friday. So it's it's Friday and Saturday, the yes. 15th, 16th. So yes. it's the following week. So there's something to do in Ventura every single <laughs> yes, weekend. Yes, there really week. is. It's very, very busy. So, But tell us a little bit about your shop. What do you carry there? Yes. So there's so many different... There's crystals. We have candles. I, my mom used to make all of our candles a long time ago. She so she taught me how to do it. So I started making all of these yummy candles. Oh, so wow. uh, soaps and uh, the different crystals. There's so, you so many make different the types. candles and the soaps. Yes. Oh, that's so cool. Can I design my own candle? Will you make it if I? If sure. I... Come on over. <laughs> and, and how how would you charge me for that? Oh, it'd be on the house. Just for well, you. Well, oh, what if I? Sweet. What if we didn't know each other? How would you charge me? Uh, typically, the candles run about twenty-five dollars for an eight-ounce candle, and then I also make some votives as well, which are just eight bucks. So, so yeah. a really personalized gift. I'm really serious about this. So, how yeah. much time would it take for, from when you order to when you could receive it? 
Uh, two days to give me enough okay. time. Yeah, okay. totally. And so w- you put different things into a candle because yes. you want them to exude certain fragrances, correct? Yes. Along with the burning. And so how, how do you choose what goes into it? Give us a little idea of what represents or brings out what in well, a person. What's most popular? That too. Yeah. <laughs> you know, everyone always loves the lavender, gardenia, jasmine, rose, all those scents. Um, my favorite right now is actually tomato leaf. And tomato it leaf. smells like a garden. And it's just amazing. Oh. It literally, it, like a tomato vine, that's exactly so what it smells like. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, you know, we use soy and it's different fragrance oils and essential oils that you can use to make that. So it's really, really fun. Very cool. What a great personal gift for the person who has everything. Sure. Right? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And you can pick whatever scent you'd like, too. Well, it's then really you better cool. tell them how to get a hold of you so they can do that. Yes. So if, you're, if we cannot make the pop-up, where would we find you? Let's say, let's say in two weeks. Okay. So at Portside Ventura Harbor, there is the main plaza. Okay. And you can find me on the second floor. You'll see second floor plaza shops right on the, in the, um, the pathway across from Harbor Mart. Okay. Great. Yeah. Okay. Right. And the phone number there to make that appointment to do that custom candle? 805-607-9267. Great. Great. Thank you. Thank you so much for bringing that information. I know it's getting to be real exciting and real busy down there. Yeah. It's a beautiful setting. It's right at the water. There's a big plaza there. There's lots of food and ice cream and all kinds of things down there. It's amazing. It's starting to get really, really awesome. It is. Portside's great. And did you give us a website in case people want to check out what you've yes. got going there? That'd it's be great. mysticrelics.co. And um, it's under construction right now. I'm doing a little revamping of it. So, but you can find it right there on the course on Instagram. Instagram is the big one that I'm always on. Great. Well, thank you so much for being with us today. We appreciate you. Thank you. Well, coming up, we are going to talk about what's happening downtown and in and around Ventura. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Larry Reyes with Smart Home Mortgage. My team and I are here to offer our clients and real estate partners more options and more products than any local bank or credit union. When others can't get the job done, we can. Finding you the right product at the lowest rate, at the lowest cost, is what we do. Our team is dedicated to closing loans in 30 days or less with excellent communication along the way. You can find us at the Large Tower in Oxnard, Morgan Stanley Building, 300 East Esplanade Drive, Suite 105. We're on the main floor. Or give us a call at 805-853-3030. Find us on the net, smarthomemortgage.net. Our licensing information is... NMLS number 1569054. My individual NMLS number is 233573. Our California DRE number is 02012912. And my individual DRE number is 01507079. The number you really need to remember is mine 805 853 3030. Welcome back, Ventura County. You're listening live to Girls on the Air. We are real women in real estate right here on KVTA 1590. I'm Karen Campbell. And I'm Lorene with Gentle Transitions. Hi, I'm Julie McDaniel. And we're so excited to have had such a great show. Thank you, Shant, for being here. We really appreciate you. Thank you. So, Karen, we we were just talking a few minutes ago, um, realizing that it's been six years since the Thomas fire. It has. And how... That tump fires really changed our community. I mean, it was a horrible, horrible fire. It was a tragedy. How many homes were burned? I mean, 800? Yeah, it was close to 800. So just 
completely to the ground thrashed our community yeah and what's become of that now is all of those homes have been rebuilt a lot of them have there's still there's still a handful that haven't but a lot of them she have ones and that were underinsured that's or didn't have insurance yeah, i know of two sad. that didn't have any insurance but um the ones that have been rebuilt are amazing they finally have taken advantage of the views right because right. the builders before you would have a full wall on the wall that has the view you're like yeah back in the 50s when they built right on delondo and all those homes they what were they thinking but but now they've taken advantage of the views it's all new construction it's green there's a lot of precautions that they've taken so fun for us as agents because all of these homes that come up that are being built often come for sale and they're on caravan and we get to go look at them and we get to see what they've done and it's one after another i mean when it, the fire first happened it was just we were just shocked and we were horrified because just every home was just one after the other burnt down and now six years later we were up there and it's just like oh my gosh that house that house beautiful architecture yes and all different so you might have one that looks like it belongs in the desert, and you have one that maybe belongs in Colorado, and then you have one that... A Spanish style. Spanish style, exactly. So they're all very, very beautiful. Were we going to talk about the wine walk? We <laughs> are. We're going to talk about the wine walk. So downtown Ventura today starts at noon, which is a couple minutes. Street fair. Street it's fair. the street fair and the Ventura wine walk. So the street fair is from 12 to 4, and then the wine walk starts at 4 and goes, I believe, till 8. Yeah. And you have to get tickets for those, You do have to get tickets for the wine walk. There's 70 different vendors that you can go and taste wine all over downtown Ventura. And um, they're going to have all kinds of activities and lots of things happening. That should be a great, great day to be outside and with all the Christmas cheer. Well, and what also they're doing is a can drive. We have several people down there at the can drive. So that's for food share. And lots of people in our, our community are building these Christmas trees out of cans. Right. So it's the can tree forest. It's for food share. And I think our office is doing like four different trees. I know Brian Zell and Samantha are mm-hmm. building them as as late as yesterday they were still building them i know resource real estate is doing some and uh, remax is building cans so go down there and check it out it's right in front of the mission it's where the fountain is and it's in that little area between the two streets near piranos market i believe right next to piranos bring in the a park. couple cans donate a few for food share it, um, it goes a long way it does they're also collecting toys aren't they there is a sleigh toy the fire right. department yes it's it's the uh toys of love and that happened yesterday also there will be there today as well so bring an unwrapped toy we just love our community because that's it that wine walk is an annual event and the this um streets fair is so much fun so many great things for sale handmade homemade goods and then they had the wine walk right after that yummy wine great food and last night was the tree lighting so there was snow and tree lighting and lots of activities there too. So we're just getting ready for the holidays. And the street fair is free, y'all. Everybody can come. Absolutely, it'll be it'll be awesome. So um, I'm going to the wine walk. Are you? I'm going to the street fair. I'm not <laughs> staying as long, but I am going to the street fair, uh, and I will be having lunch down there. So that will be fun. So take take the day and just go and enjoy 
uh, all the businesses downtown and all the Christmas cheer that has um, popped up and uh, enjoy this event. It should be a enjoy lot of fun. Enjoy our community. We love where we live. We work and play. Enjoy the holidays. It's nice long holiday season. Great. Well, that's it for us today. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week.